0: Hello and welcome to an everyday follower of Jesus Christ. This is your friend Cheryl bringing to you today Seekers, Givers, Lifters. Santa Claus comes to different communities using a variety of transportation methods. In one city he used to come with a group of reindeer in a sled. It was seen as quite old-fashioned, so the next year he came in a more modern vehicle. Then a few years later, a helicopter. Some places he rides on a fire truck and parades waving to children. Yet, in our communities across America, we find Santa at department stores, church gatherings, city halls, where young children can go and tell him what they wish for Christmas. One year, a little girl went to see Santa who asked her, What would you like for Christmas? A new doll? The little girl said, No, I want for my daddy to love my mama again like he used to she had the true spirit of Christmas. When we look at the life of Christ and his apostles, we, like his apostles, need to answer, are we meant to be givers or receivers, lifters or leaners? Our hope and the hope of others this Christmas season can be wrapped in being seekers, givers, and lifters. The Lord and his disciples were always lifting people up, not being leaners on others, We find in the book of Acts the writing of a lame, writing about a lame man from birth, seeking alms by the temple. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones Received strength. The man whose name we do not know praised God. In the book of Mark, we learn of Jairus. Jairus said that his 12-year-old daughter was very ill. He begged Jesus to come and bless her. He believed that Jesus could make her better. Jesus started to follow Jairus home, but he stopped to heal a woman. As he was talking to her, someone came to tell Jairus it was too late. His daughter was dead. Jairus told Jesus not to be afraid, but to believe in him. Then Jesus went with Jairus to his house. The house was filled with people who were crying because of the little girl's death. Jesus told them the girl was not dead, but was sleeping. The people laughed at him. They were sure the girl was dead. The Savior had everyone leave the house except his disciples, Jairus and Jairus' wife. They went to the room where the little girl was lying, and he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Talitha kumi, which is being interpreted, Damsel, I say unto thee, arise. These two accounts of many reflect the lifting done by Jesus and his apostles, blessing the lives of those in despair, needing givers and lifters in their lives. The question we can all ask is, how can I be a lifter, receiving the true spirit of Christmas? The spirit of Christ is to lift people up and bring people and nations towards him. It is only our desires that lead us away from Christ, yet he is always there waiting for our plea to him to re-enter our lives with this healing balm that lifts us up. Is there a humble home, a kind deed to give to those that the light of heaven might guide you to this Christmas season? For certain there is need. If we lift our eyes and look about for that opportunity to let our feet run towards those that need our giving and lifting, bringing the Spirit of Christ into their lives and into our lives, we will find it. A true story. The year, 1950, around the 5th of December, when a man arrived at my home and he began to cry, In two weeks, my brother will arrive from Germany with his wife and children. He fought on the Russian front. Their home was bombed. But through his faith, he has lived and will now be here in America. There is an apartment in your area of the city where they will live. Could we go look at it? It was to be the Kirkler family home, their new home in America. We went and ascended some iron stairs and entered the apartment. I didn't like what I saw. A 40-watt bulb hanging from a wire illuminated the large hole in the rug. The kitchen was most miser- the most miserable I'd ever seen. The cupboard doors were all open, not a can of food anywhere. The ancient stove with a refrigerator older yet, the icebox type, where you put ice and a little drain. The brother with me stated, It isn't much, but far better than Germany. The man returned to his home. I couldn't sleep that night. The next Sunday I spoke with the group of our church members about the apartment. None of us would want to live there, but we would allow our brothers and sisters to live there. A man said, Did you say inadequately lighted with appliances, badly worn? I am an electrical contractor. Would you allow us to rewire the apartment? I have suppliers who I buy hundreds of appliances from. Would you allow them to donate new kitchen appliances? Another added, I'm in the floor covering business. Did you say there was a hole in the rug? Would you let me get carpet and linoleum donated? Another chimed in, I am a painting contractor. Did you say the wallpaper peeling and woodwork needed repainted? Could we undertake that? The women's president said, I can't get out of my mind. The empty cupboard shelves, would you let us fill them? Another stated, there are young people who desire blessings. Are there young people in this family? I replied, yes. Well, I believe our children would each like to donate a gift to this family. Two weeks went by as if it was one day. The man returned with his brother Hans. He stood there a little frightened. Frightened, I had been his enemy just five years earlier as I served in the Navy during World War Two. You could tell his little wife had prayed weeks, months, years for her husband's safety. Their children were hiding behind their play- parents here in a new land that promised hope. The brother of Hans asked, Could we go see their apartment now? I replied, yes, knowing all of those who had worked on this apartment were in it hiding, waiting to welcome this family to our community. On the way, Hans's brother was telling him about what was bad. Hans answered, we have no home in Germany, so anything would be better. I led them up the stairs to their new home opened the apartment door and turned on a silent switch that illuminated the room. No detail or expense was spared by these dear men and their work crews. Indirect lighting reflected on the most beautifully carpeted apartment you had ever seen. It was the most luxurious carpet I'd ever seen. To the kitchen, new appliances, freshly painted shelving where every available space was filled with food. In the living room was a small tree and a heap of gifts. Hans, in his confusion, turned to his weeping brother and said, Something is wrong. Is this ours? The group of people replied, This is yours. We sang Silent Night in English, them in German. Hans put his head on my shoulder and wept. Mine brother, mine brother, mine brother. We learn the spirit of Christ is the spirit of Christmas. It comes from giving and lifting. The spirit of our beloved Christ had entered into every heart that evening. We skipped down those stairs. One 17-year-old girl asked, Why do I feel so good? In unison, the rest said, We've never felt so good. Why? The Savior's words, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto the least of these, ye have done it unto me. We had all become givers, lifters, and seekers of the spirit of Christmas. In the third verse of "O Little Town of Bethlehem, we find the Savior's words exemplified. How silently, how silently, the wondrous gift is given, so God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his heaven he has promised each of us my spirit shall be in your heart my holy angels round about to lift you up this christmas may we remember the real spirit of christmas is the spirit of christ today is a good day for us to be seekers of that spirit and be givers and lifters to those with greater needs won't you join me Until next time, God be with you.